0: Hello and welcome to another episode of A Need to Read. I'm going to do things a little bit differently today and I'm going to go straight in to the book review. Now, this book is not going to be for everyone. There's going to be a certain type of person that this book is good for. Although in the book, the author says that it is the kind of thing that will be for everyone. I don't personally think so. I think there will be some people that this book will... a bit far off the mark for um the book is the war of art by stephen pressfield you probably tell that in the title you probably tell that in the description but um before i get into the actual book review i just want to say a big thank you to everyone really um just hit 10,000 followers on instagram which obviously instantly makes me famous so uh if if you knew me before i hit 10,000. obviously please delete my number i clearly haven't got time for you anymore as um I am, I am a famous man. Um, nah, but seriously, um, it felt absolutely no different to wake up for 10,000 followers than it did the day before. And it's like when people say, Oh, how does it feel to be whatever age you are that year? It's like, Well, it doesn't feel any different, actually. Um, it doesn't help that I'm also reading a book at the moment that pretty much says detach yourself from anything that you would attach hope to and stuff like that. And I think I'm taking it a little bit literally. But that being said, I can do swipe ups now on my stories, which is sick. Um, And on a serious note, if you guys didn't share the podcast, tell your friends about it, shove it down people's throat as much as I try and shove it down your throat, I wouldn't be there. So thank you very much. As much as it's uncool to care about how many followers you've got, is kind of a little bit cool so thank you everyone that listens everyone that shares if you could keep sharing if you keep putting it on your story when you like an episode and tagging me or sharing a post liking a post if i could even get you to start commenting on posts then the engagement go up and it'll get to more people and we can get more people reading as a team, just I'm the captain of the team. Um to so obviously don't forget I'm I'm the most important um part of this team. Nah, just kidding. But that was a long winded way of me saying thank you, you're all fucking legends. Um and I hope you enjoy this little review that I've done of Stephen Pressfield's book. Um, Stephen Pressfield, if you don't know him, he is a screenwriter from America. There's a film, The Legend of Um it's got Will Smith in it and Matt Damon, and he wrote that. Um, he's also written loads of other things, and apparently a couple of shit ones, um, like The Death of King Kong or something like that. <laughs> Hadn't heard of him, apart from The Leg- Legend of Bagavance I had heard of. Um, but he is an experienced writer and he's got a lot of book out, books out. Um... It's not a long book in terms of actual, the physical side of this book. It is not long. The chapters are really short. I don't really remember any of them being over five pages. So it is one of those books you can kind of dip in and out of, even if you've got sort of five or ten minutes just to sit down. You can read a chapter and then you can ruminate on that chapter, if that's the right word, and just reflect, think about it. So it's quite a good book in that way. The book looks at resistance. Um, if we're talking about the war of art, the big thing that stands in the way of art is resistance. Um, He makes a pretty strong point that resistance is kind of like gravity. It's like a force. It's intangible, but you do feel it. Um, And it pretty much is the thing that stands between you and what you want. Because resistance is there before procrastination because you procrastinate because of the resistance you avoid tasks because of the resistance when you think about reading the book and you look at it there on your side table the thing that stops you is the resistance because you're like oh I could just do something really comfortable and not bother so that's where resistance is and I wanted to go into a little bit like what resistance was for me um so that I'm not just reading you little parts of the book here so I just I have so many ideas and I struggle to just do stuff sometimes especially here in Bali I've got loads of options of ways in which I can distract myself which isn't great I've got I can skateboard in the house it's a concrete floor I've never been able to skateboard in the house before so whenever I've got to do something important automatically I'm just drawn to apparently wanting to be a skateboarder so that's quite frustrating Um, but like I write down every day in my journal I write down a towards move like, what am I going to do today that gets me towards my goal? And if you're not doing that, I would say, try and get that into like your morning routine. It's something my therapist told me. Big shout out to my therapist. Um, and you know what? A couple of days a week, I'll miss that one towards move. That one thing I'm going to do that day that will make me feel like I've accomplished something. And resistance gets in the way. For example, recording this podcast. I was meant to do it yesterday. And... At the point where I was, I thought, Gee, do you know what, I'm gonna set it all up and get going. What did I do? I played ukulele for about an hour, purely to distract myself from what I needed to do. Um, and the interesting thing that comes from this book is that he says that what you want to do isn't particularly hard in itself. The hard bit is just sitting down and getting in to do it. So he says that the secret that all writers know is that it's not the writing the book that's hard, it's just sitting down to write. So if you get yourself disciplined and you get yourself into the habit of just sitting down, whatever it is you need to do, even if you just allocate five minutes to it, you either know that that day at least you tried for five minutes or that five minutes all of a sudden turns into a little bit longer because you get into a flow. And when he talks about what what it is that creates resistance... He looks at things in quite an interesting way. So things that you're scared of. Things that you're frightened of. And I'll give you an example from my life in a moment with this. It's something I sent an email out um, about uh, on that note. Go sign up to the emails on uh, Instagram. Link in my bio. Get a couple of emails a week. They might be good. They might be shit. But you don't know if you don't try. So here's the thing. Anything you're scared of. Anything you feel fear. That. Is when you need to take this first step and he says the professional in life feels the fear and does it anyway shout out susan jeffers great book and the amateur waits for the fear to go but fear's never going to go you're always going to have some sort of apprehension about something there will always be a reason for you not to do something if you look for one however if you find those reasons or those reasons show up and you then ignore them i know it's difficult but ignore it and just get on with it. Do five minutes, do 10 minutes. That'll get the ball rolling. And I think the interesting thing about this is I, I think everyone thinks they're the only person in the world that feels resistance. They see people doing all these things, they think, oh my God, it must be so easy for them. And it's probably not. There might be some people that it's easy for them on the outside because they're so disciplined, they've been doing it for so long, it's habitual. But everyone feels resistance. It is universal. So you're not alone Like when when you do experience it. Um, and when it comes to sort of being disciplined and, and taking charge of your life, there's an interesting quote from Socrates in the book. He said, those who will not govern themselves are condemned to find masters to govern them. And if you haven't got it in you to beat resistance, someone else will start pushing you to beat their resistance that's what we're saying now I'm going to go through a few little things here about resistance and and it with something different so like resistance and procrastination resistance and criticism and I'll start with criticism so if you find yourself criticising others that is resistance it's you spending your time Criticizing what someone else is doing when really you could just be getting on with your own task and just leave them to do whatever the fuck they want. And the interesting thing about it is sometimes criticism is part of the resistance. You fear the criticism of others. But like with many things, practice makes perfect. And I sent an email out about this. So I started playing the ukulele, what, four months ago? I was terrible. I couldn't even get my fingers in the right place. It gave me a real, real headache. But I've been practising and practising and practising, and I've I've seen it come up in resistance. I use it as a form of procrastination, which is good, I suppose, sometimes. And the other day, I sent a video about a week ago to a bunch of my close friends, and it was me singing Belter by Jerry Cinnamon. And I said to them, look, if anyone wants to take the piss... We're going to fall out because I feel vulnerable putting this out there. Because I was actually singing. And I'm not very good at singing. Not at all. But within a week, I found myself. I'd sent it to my family. I've been performing for um, my mates here in Bali. I've been having a real good go at it. And then I put it on TikTok. One of my TikToks has half a million views. Half a million people could see me actually semi-trying to play the ukulele. And I just don't fear the criticism anymore, whereas a week ago I did so the more you expose yourself to something the more you feel the fear and do it anyway the easier it becomes and what I said in the email is that counts for opening up to people as well so um, if you are feeling a bit shit and you're scared to open up to someone you're feeling resistance to speaking to someone practice makes perfect if you start small then you can go big and you can tell anyone, you can be unbreakable You don't fear telling anyone about what's going on which will then encourage them to open up and the world will be a better place so play your part do your bit so let's talk about resistance and procrastination i know i've already sort of touched on this we lie to ourselves when it comes to procrastination that's what stephen pressfield says that we never say that we aren't ever going to do something we always say that we do tomorrow Now, I don't know who it was, and it sounds like the name of the film, but tomorrow never comes, because whatever day you're on there is always going to be a tomorrow, and um, that that tomorrow doesn't come. So that's the part on Resistance, and I'm going to come back to it again in a moment, but Turning Pro is another book that I've got um, from Stephen Pressfield, but I've got it at home in England, Um, I haven't read it, but there's a part in this book about Turning Pro. And you heard me speak about it a little bit earlier, the difference between a pro and the amateur. Um, So the pro gets on with things. And he uses an anecdote from his life in the book where he went to Scotland and he was playing golf and he took a shot and it went 40 yards to the right and it was because of the wind. And he said to the caddy, oh my God, look at the wind, what am I going to do? And the Scottish caddy just says, hey, you've got to play with the wind. So... So you've got to notice in your life when to play with the wind, when to go to things, go with things, and not make excuses. You've got to look for a path around it as opposed to seeing it as a block. That's the difference between a pro and an amateur. And one of the annoying things in this book is because I never really ask for help. Okay, It's something I, I'm working on. But um, pros, apparently don't hesitate to ask for help. I should probably turn pro and start doing this a little bit more. Um, And you have to swallow your pride and be ready to ask for help. But I hate asking people for things in general, um, which is something I suppose I probably need to drop. Um, But I think there's a lot of people like that. They don't like to ask things. There are those people that can ask things in a shameless way all the time. And I don't know if I envy them or what, but it's a strange concept for me, asking for help, because I'm such a self-righteous little bastard. Um, I never do. But it's worth thinking about, do you ask for help enough in life? I'll go on a couple more bits on this book. Now, the muses. This is one of my most interesting parts of the book. So the muses are the nine daughters of Zeus in Greek mythology, and their job is to inspire artists. Each muse represents a different art form. They're singing, painting, loads of different art forms. And they say that when someone creates like a great piece of work, they're possessed by a a muse. And Socrates said this um, in in a quote, it was the third type of possession and madness is possession by the muses. When this seizes upon a gentle and virgin soul, it rouses it to inspired expression in lyric or other sorts of poetry and glorifies the countless deeds of the heroes of old for the instruction of posterity. But if a man comes to the door of poetry, untouched by the madness of muses, believing that technique alone will make him a good poet, he and his sane companions will never reach perfection, but are utterly eclipsed by the performances of the inspired madman. So that interested me quite a bit, obviously, because it's from Stoic philosophy. Shout out to the Stoics. But I feel like when you're doing something creative, there is something inside of you that sort of like lights a fire. And they say that muses whisper to people. They come to them either in a dream or in, in like a daydream. And sometimes people ignore the voice of the muse. And they say that if you ignore it, if you ignore that calling, that passion... Someone else will think of that idea. Which is kind of a way that I live my life. If I have an idea, I'm like, right, well, I've got to do it before someone else does. Got to be first first to the table. I hate doing things that other people were doing. I don't want to be regular. Oh, I sound like such a twat. But you must know what I mean. I'm hoping you do anyway. Because that'll be a trip on my words and I'll sound like a knob. But you just got to... When you're feeling inspired ride the wave that is essentially what it is with the muses because otherwise someone else is going to get your idea and you might never reach that potential you might never do that thing now moving on to a different part of the book that was it for turning pro and muses nine daughters of zeus very interesting i'd have a look at that if that sounds interesting to you in terms of projects like when you reach the end there's three or four interesting bits here he says that no one's going to care when you finish your project you don't even have to tell anyone but you know and when you know that you've finished a project you felt resistance on he says you feel like you've slayed a dragon like you feel like a real hero to yourself but literally no like people might not even know um and he says that you've just got to have that sense of accomplishment and he says that when you're doing something ask yourself the question if you were the last person on earth would you still do this that could be about your art that could be work that could be hobbies like if i think of my hobbies if everyone else on the face of the earth died would i still do it jiu jitsu oh, i mean i definitely would but i'd have to i'd have to probably use some of the dead bodies um for that or an animal maybe i could fight a bear sidetracked Skateboarding, absolutely, definitely would. Um, that is so fun for me. Surfing, I'd definitely do. There'd be no one out there, no one out there to take my wave, even, I don't even know the etiquette of surfing just yet, but I'd definitely do it if I was the last person on earth. And the podcast, I probably wouldn't chuck the podcast out there um, if I was the last person on earth, but I would definitely be reading all of the books I could. I mean, just for pure entertainment if no one was around. So it's interesting to ask yourself that question um, because you could find yourself thinking about fighting bears or you could find yourself just wanting to read more books. So that was my journey with that. Now, I'm going to come to the end of the review. I thought this book was great in terms of what it offered me because I feel like I've, I've got a creative project, I've got a passion project and I definitely feel resistance. This book was really actionable for me. I think once I understood the concept of resistance, I'd kind of got what I needed from the book, um, and that was very early on. So you might not need to read this one. However, if you haven't grasped the concept from me waffling on about it, and you want to know more, then I'd definitely recommend this book for you, especially if you've got some sort of passion project or side hustle or some sort of creative muse, let's say, in your life creative calling. And you know what? It's Christmas coming up, so I'm going to harp on about this in every episode. If you know someone that doesn't read that much, but they've got some sort of creativity in them or out of them, they're doing something, put this book in a little bit of wrapping paper, put a card on it saying, I think you should read this book and also listen to a need to read the podcast. Job done. You've gifted someone potentially a whole new way of looking at their work for what a tenor it's brilliant but that being said if you haven't got anything creative and you work well all the time I wouldn't bother you've pretty much heard all you need to know from me but I'll go into my stoic thought of the week but shout out to Stephen Pressfield for that book because I thought it was good and I'll definitely be reading turning pro when I get home um, whatever that is but let's go into the stoic thought of the week this week i found it from seneca i haven't got the daily stoic with me um in bali so i'm i'm finding little quotes i'm i'm reading my own little things at the moment for these like philosophy thoughts but seneca says putting things off is the biggest waste of life it snatches away each day as it comes and denies us the present by promising the future the greatest obstacle to living is expectancy which hangs upon tomorrow and loses today. The whole future lies in uncertainty. Live immediately. So don't put things off. If you've got stuff to do, get it done. Get it done. Live for now. Don't go skateboarding around the house when you should be working. Don't play ukulele for an hour when you should be working. Unless, I mean, I recommend everyone starts ukulele in general because it is really fun. But putting things off is the biggest waste of life. Whether that's breaking up with someone, what's the point in hanging around? Just do it. What's the point in... I'm going to say this, I'm going to sound like a knob, but what is the point in being unhappy? If you feel your happiness could be enhanced by going somewhere or doing something and you feel the fear of that because sometimes I feel that maybe we don't want to be happy in a certain way. Just do it. Stop putting things off. Not cause I said it cause Seneca said it. He was way smarter than I was. Um, but that is it from me for this week. I'll just do a quick word from our sponsor over at better help. Now therapy is obviously something I talk about all the time. I even shouted out my therapist in this episode. Um, It helps me to no end. I'm still having it whilst I'm over here in Bali. I love it. I get messages from friends that I've made go to therapy every week saying, thank you so much for making me go. I fucking love therapy. Online therapy is cheaper than face-to-face. Obviously, because you're not paying for anyone's overheads. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp at www.betterhelp.com forward slash a need to read. So if you want to take charge of your mental health, if you want to see what's getting in the way of your happiness and speak to a professional, you can even speak to them in about 48 hours. And guess what? If you don't like them, you can change them. You know where to go. The link will be in the description. If you have any questions about it, obviously feel free to email me. My email will be in the description as well. But that is it from me. I hope you enjoyed the review. I'll be back. I've got some really exciting guests coming up soon and I can't wait to bring those episodes to you. Um, but I won't be recording them for at least another couple of weeks. So you might have to wait out unless I can find someone else in the meantime um, to step into the shoes of the guest episode. But love you all. Take it easy. Thank you for getting me to 10,000 people on Instagram. That's pretty cool. Thank you for listening every week. And that's it from me. Love you. Bye.